Welcome to the New Grad Physio podcast, hosted by Andy Barker, consultant sports physiotherapist, private practice owner, and the founder of the New Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job as the head of physiotherapy and rehab at the Leeds Rhinos, just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously been with the Leeds Rhinos for 10 seasons, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes within professional rugby, international football and professional dance, alongside running his own successful private practice. Andy built the New Grad Physio to help new grad physios, sports therapists and sport rehabilitators just like you accelerate their own learning and learn the skill sets you need to become a competent, confident and competitive new grad physio. As a new grad, there are specific challenges you will face during those first few years, and this podcast will deliver you actionable advice you can use to overcome these challenges and start your own successful new grad journey. Enjoy the show! Hi, it's Andy Bark here, your host of the New Grad Physio podcast. So I want to start this sort of podcast with a little bit of context. So as I actually sit here and record this uh, very episode, we're in the the middle of of lockdown here in the in the UK, obviously around the COVID nineteen or coronavirus. So having spoke to you know so many different therapists, uh, both therapists within my um, neurophysio membership and other therapists that I sort of liaise with by social media and what have you through the neurophysio. One thing's really been clear over this past sort of week or so. Whilst the circumstances we're in uh, present us with with so many different challenges, whether that's challenges in, you know financially, work wise, you know being at home, you know whatever it is, it's obviously very different circumstances we find ourselves into our normal working week. But having spoke to so many different therapists, from physios to sports therapists to sports rehabilitators, therapists working in the NHS private practice and sport, one thing is sort of rang, you know, pretty clear through all those conversations that I've that I've sort of had. So I wanted to jump on this sort of podcast and deliver uh, an episode that sort of related to really using this this period of time and, and you know given the challenges we've got, uh, how we can potentially use this to our sort of advantage and how it could be a sort of great opportunity. Uh, for yourself the perfect time almost to actually progress your learning to improve some of your skill sets and actually spend some dedicated interrupted time actually on your own learning and CPD you know often you know myself included we sometimes almost mourn that we don't get enough time in in a normal working week to spend on our development and learning whereas because of the circumstances we now find ourselves in for the majority of therapists, for those that are not maybe still working, maybe in the in the front line, the NHS have not been redirected to to those sorts of positions, you're probably going to find yourself with you know loads of time on your hands, and you know those sort of smarter new grads and the smarter therapists amongst us all uh, will try and use this time as as efficiently as possible to actually you know make the best use of this this opportunity that it is to actually progress in your learning, your CPD, and your own development. One of the big problems, however, is actually 
actually doing it. So it's all well and good, you know, having the have the great intentions and and wanting to you know spend more time and, and CPD to to read journals, to books, listen to podcasts, watch webinars, whatever it sort of may be. But actually doing it is a completely different sort of ball game, and you know, staying motivated to do it, knowing actually where to start and what you actually want to to actually do and achieve. It's pretty tough, and sometimes you know I'm sure some of you listening to this podcast have probably already tried to to start to to use the added time that you have got for your learning, but you maybe feel like it's just not you know quite how you want it to be. Maybe you feel like you're you're wasting some of the time that you you have got and you are allocating to you know to your own learning uh, and development. One of the biggest probably challenges and problems is actually direction with regards to your learning and, and because of the environment we find ourselves in, sometimes you sometimes lack a little bit of context. So, you know, whilst when you're in a normal working week, you maybe have a tricky, you know, ankle, knee, low back pain patient that you might see in clinic. And then it obviously makes sense then that, that you found that, you know, that case challenging for whatever reason, doesn't really matter when it relates to your assessment, treatment, you know, rehab, whether it's something you know different, whether you with a problem with your communication and, and non-clinical skills with your patient. When you have obviously experiences like that when you're working your know, day to day, it's quite easy then to direct your learning because you you had a problem and then you can maybe go away and try and find some, you know, almost a, a solution to that problem and, and, and use your obviously learning, your reading, whatever else it may be, speaking to another therapist to actually obviously overcome that challenge. Whereas when you're not working, when you're not in the, the clinic day to day, sometimes it can actually be quite hard to direct your learning because you're not getting, you know, that that sort of contextual um, problems almost that you that that you come up against sort of day to day. It's also quite hard to stay on track when you may be isolated in in very, you know, in in certain degree to to other therapists that you're away from the, the people that you work with in the department where you work you know you, there's not people there to, to ask questions to bounce ideas off that you you know you might get day, you know day-to-day in your normal working environment but you know in saying all that you know whilst it does provide a challenge in terms of your learning if you can actually get this sort of right you're gonna, you know, like I say, I've got a great opportunity and you're gonna go back into your role, regardless of the domain that you work, regardless of the, the job that you do, and you'll be in a much better position to, you know, take on the challenges in your role as a neurophysio, sports therapist, or sports rehabilitator. So what I wanted to discuss in this podcast is is three pretty, pretty simple but really effective tips to to help keep you on track with your learning development, actually to maximize the time that you probably find yourself with to make sure that you know you do use it effectively and maximize your your learning during this period of, of lockdown. So the first one, again, seems really simple, but having had conversations with you know, therapists, particularly the last sort of seven to ten days, probably the biggest challenge that we we all face in these circumstances is actually a lack of structure. So, you know, we we're taken away from an environment that we used to, you know, commuting to and from the same sort of place where, you know, you might bob your headphones in and listen to a podcast or, you know, I know myself when I'm commuting, I almost exclusively listen to podcasts because, you know, I, I don't listen to the radio and that's that's probably an hour a day that I can get some additional CPD learning and some enjoyment from from doing that in a really easy way. If you're not travelling to and from work, maybe you lose that opportunity to to do that. You don't have the structure in terms of 
you know, what your actual day looks like. So when you go to work and maybe work nine to five in a MSK outpatients department, you go and work in a clinic and you're ever working, you know, two in the afternoon to late in the evening or whatever it may be. That structure that we have to our working days, to our working weeks has been taken away from us. And, you know, you don't have those those meetings, those, you know, meetings of MDT, you know, colleagues that you're working with. You maybe not have those, you know, mentoring sessions with a senior physio, maybe that you work with, or, or maybe those in-service training sessions that you might have at your place of work. And because of this lack of structure, the, the biggest sort of problem or, or danger that you also almost might have is that you just don't get things done there's not that person there's not those people around you there's not that structure to actually sort of guide your learning development and, and you know your continuation to becoming a becoming a better therapist and you know whilst we talked about before you could have the best intentions in the world you know sometimes it is really difficult you know to, to motivate yourself and for some because of this and because of that lack of structure that, you know, sometimes it just doesn't happen. You don't, whilst you've got all this time, additional time that we spoke about previously, you don't want to put it to good use and that's obviously going to, they're going to have a negative effect on your potential, you know, learning and development during these, these current sort of circumstances. But to ensure this, you know, doesn't happen to you, it's really simple, but ensuring like some sort of schedule and some sort of routine to your day is is the probably the first thing that you need to do and, and by creating some structure to what your day looks like in what can because some of some of us be a really empty empty sort of space you can then schedule in the, the things that you sort of really want to you want to complete really want to cover in that particular you know day or, or across across the course of a week and this doesn't mean that you have to almost like timetable you know, every single hour of the day and, you know, have a, you know, I get up at this time and do this and this and this. For, you know, for some of you, that might work. And, you know, for me, I have periods of my day when I do do that because I know that makes me really productive with what I'm doing. Um, but for some of you, it might not work. But have, even having a quite a loose schedule, even if it's, you know, two or three main tasks that you want to complete that day related to your learning development is a really simple thing to do. And it's going to increase the chances of you actually getting those those things done. One of the biggest things, you know, even for taking a step back from that, and again, it's all well and good having this schedule, but if you're not actually, you know, sure what you're actually, you know, trying to achieve, you're not actually sure, and you've not identified the sort of problems and challenges that you've had previously in your, you know, in your work, if you like then again, you're going to lack a little bit of context. And you know, for you, it might be your objective assessment, it might be your subjective assessment, it might be you know, special testing, it might be how to manage a particular you know, injury or pathology or a particular stage of, of say, rehab with an injury like you know, an ankle syndesmosis or a hamstring or ACL or a post-operative shoulder. So the more specific you can actually be with what you actually want to learn the easier it is it's going to be for you to then get stuck into some you know really productive and sort of efficient learning and development um, for as, as a new physio so firstly if you identify what you want to learn then you can almost really be, be super directive with you know what you want to learn and then if you schedule that in and schedule that learning time into your days it ensures that you're going to get that done and you're not just going to feel like you're spending time learning you know, reading a, a journal, blog, book, listening to a podcast, watching a webinar, or whatever it may be, 
just for the sake of it. It's actually going to help you to actually overcome some of the problems and challenges you've had previously, you know, in your in your top working career, whether that relates to a patient you see a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, or whatever else it may be. Hope you are enjoying today's episode so far. Just wanted to take a break and make sure you haven't missed out on Andy's latest free resource, Five Steps to Fast Track Your New Grad Physio Career. It will show you five simple steps you need to accelerate your learning and career as a new grad physio. It is packed full of clinical and non-clinical advice, including the missing career skill university didn't teach you that is stopping you getting better job roles, more opportunities and better pay as a new grad physio. It's Andy's most downloaded resource and you can get it completely free just by visiting newgradphysio.com. So make sure you check it out. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Following on from that, looking obviously very closely, is just really to, to make the your learning as specific as you can and specific in terms of the actual outcomes that you want to get. So your outcomes might not necessarily be the things I've just spoke about. They actually might relate to maybe some non-clinical you know, skill development, like communication, like being able to build rapport with your patients, being able to actually explain your assessment findings to a patient or even a, to a, like a senior colleague. It might even relate to some sort of career goals, uh, maybe to get better at you know, certain aspects of, say, writing a CV or um, preparing for an interview. And that's that's quite timely because I uh, was actually on a coaching call earlier this week with one of the therapists, uh, one of the therapists actually inside my neurophysio membership, and she was really having some problems and, and almost a difficulty with trying to schedule her time, and she was really keen to to obviously use this this. Um, unexpected you know downtime you know, she's off work at the moment she's not working in the uh, private practice clinic she's not working in the professional sports club she works at because that's been suspended so she's finding herself now with you know ample time and she wants to use that time effectively so when she does go back into her private private clinic work and also into her professional sports role that she's used this time really effectively but what she was sort of discussing to me and what she was finding is that she didn't feel like what she was you know, reading, what she was trying to take in was actually helping her push towards her next goal. And her, when we got to the, the nitty gritty, um, her next goal was trying to gain a promotion, you know, within the the sports club she currently works. So she had a goal, you know, and this goes back to a previous coaching call that we'd had. You know, by the end of this year, she wanted to progress to, you know, from the academy to working in the first team under in a full time sports sports role, which is well within her grasp. Was a really great, great uh, therapist. With what's happened now, that's on maybe that time frame maybe have to be be amended, but still there is still a lot of things that we can work on to help her to sort of achieve that goal. So in the end, when we actually, like I say, got down to the nitty gritty and really nailed it down, we were at really to be able to to finish the call uh, and we were able to actually address some really specific learning you know, content that she needed to to get a grip of, to get hold of if we 
if we were to try and make that sort of goal a reality come the end of the year or maybe a little bit further than that. So that actually included for her some some clinical skills which related to uh, a couple of really specific injuries, one being the shoulder, one actually being the, being the ankle. Uh, and one of the things also was actually uh, interview practice. So she in the past has sort of like sort of almost like fallen apart during um, interviews in in a variety of different sort of environments. And it's something that she even now you know is you know quite anxious about. So she was going to go and potentially you know push within the club she's working in. She she probably still have to go through even though it was an internal uh, promotion. The likelihood is that she would have to go through an interview you know process. The likelihood is she's going to have to go through an interview process again you know, in her, later in her therapy career if she goes to work in other organisations, other sports clubs, other clinics or whatever else it may be. But that's something that she's really struggled with in the past and really had a lot of fear and anxiety about that sort of process. So whilst we identified some clinical areas that we wanted to work on and, and obviously I can give her some mentorship to, to be able to do that and some, some guidance to do that. There was also a big focus in, on our sort of planning about how we could address some of her fears and anxieties related to the interview preparation. And obviously there's an opportunity now with given what's going on to be able to actually actually sort of practice that. So we ended up finishing the call and she was sort of crystal clear on you know two or three things and you know that she needed to work on and also two or three strategies about how we were actually going to achieve those outcomes and how she was actually going to get better at those particular you know specific injuries and the management of those injuries and also specifically for her to to obviously prepare in the best way possible for her next job interview and finally like almost the therapist that I spoke about did you know using my um sort of my guidance and help if you like you know very similar to you, other therapists will have more time available right now. And, and most of these therapists, you know, will be sort of willing to sort of help you out. So if you reach out to the right person, you know, and they, they've, you know, they've got time, which, you know, we're making an assumption here, but most we're going to have more time than they would do normally. They're going to be able to help you with the problems and challenges that you're facing right now. So in terms of problems, like we spoke about before in, in the example, Specific problems actually require specific help and guidance. And, you know, as a general rule of thumb, and I, I talk to, to therapists all the time about this, a great rule of thumb is to, when you're looking for help and advice from someone, is to identify a person that's all, all, already been through the same problems and challenges that you're sort of currently facing right now. Because they'll be able to tell you what worked well for them, what didn't work so well for them and how they were actually able to overcome those challenges and problems you're facing right now. And going back to that rule of thumb is to identify that person. And a great you know rule to do that is to pick a person that is maybe two or three steps ahead of you. So that's in in a, a contextual um, example it might be, you know, if you're a therapist that's currently applying their trade in an academy sports club is to to find someone, to identify someone that's maybe working in a, say, first-team environment who's been maybe through, you know, graduated, worked in different areas, maybe progressed to working in an academy club, then maybe it's an assistant physio in a, in a first-team area or you know, transitioning or hybrid role between the academy and first-team to then someone who's then progressed into, you know, exclusively a first-team environment. And they've been through that process that you're maybe wanting to wanting to achieve. It might be that sort of band six or seven physio that's, 
you know, where you are right now, you're on your, your band five rotations and then they progress to a static band six role in a particular area, you know, similar to, to where you want to, you know, you see yourself going in the next, you know, six or 12 months and they'll be able to tell you, you know, how they were able to achieve that. And, you know, that's why sometimes it's, it's all well and good, you know, bouncing ideas off maybe some of your peers or, or whatever else. And they'll be able to give you some, you know, some moral support and some guidance, but, you know, to get the to get the real help and really structured help and specific help, you know, to, to get advice, help, support from someone who's actually been through, actually overcome the challenges is the, the easiest way. It's gonna save you so much time, so much effort, so much sort of money or maybe wasted CPD and whatever else to to try and, you know, for, for yourself to try and overcome those challenges on your own. And you know, I can I can speak you know, from my own experience of the, the help and support that I had as a as a neurophysio and that is, you know, hand on heart. You know, I could I could, you know, start speaking on this podcast and tell a few tales in that it was all down to my hard work and effort, how I was able to sort of fast track my own new grad career and go from uh, graduating to my dream job as the head of physio at Leeds Rhinos in, in just 15 months. So just over a year after graduating, I'd, I'd achieved the job that I, that I dreamed of doing, that I always wanted to do. And obviously that was very, very quick and you know happened very, very early on in my sort of therapy career. And I could tell you that was all down to me, you know, working hard, staying up late nights, studying this, that and the other. And, you know, some of it was, you know, and I did put a lot of, uh, you know effort and I worked extremely hard to put myself in a position to be able to do that to firstly you know transition straight from university into full-time professional sport and then to make that progression from the assistant first team physio to the head physio leading the department managing other people in just all like a little over a year after actually sort of graduating but I did that and you know I was only able to do that because I had you know, really specific help and guidance from my mentor at the time. So he was able to to tell me all the things I've just spoke about. He was able to tell me things that I needed to avoid, things that were going to happen, challenges that were going to come up a month, two months, six months from now. So I could obviously put strategies in place. I could learn specific assessment, treatment, you know, rehab techniques. I could learn exactly what I needed to know to be to prepared for the challenges that were going to come up. So when it did get to that position, you know, when I was put in that, you know, on my position, when I was actually sat in the room with the head coach who was questioning whether I was ready to take on that role, you know, I was I was a year out of uni. Was I ready to be the, the head physio at, a, at the time was a club that had just won the, the grand final, they were the best team in the country. It was a massive, massive role. Leading the team, a very experienced therapist, you know, and with a team of very, very experienced, you know, international class players, the best team in the comp, was I actually ready to do that? I felt like I was ready because I'd had that that uh, that tutorage, that I'd had that that mentorship, if you like, and had that help and support from someone at the time who'd who'd been through exactly the same sort of path up to that point as me. So again, he was able to show me the the rights and the wrongs and guide me down that path. So when the opportunity came. You know, I felt like I was ready and I was given the opportunity. I'd shown enough, you know, glimpses to the, to the head coach and the other senior staff that at the start, you know, maybe did question whether I was ready or not to, for them to give me the opportunity to be able to, to sort of do that role. And the rest is sort of, sort of history. So like, you know, like I say, he's, you know, 
time, effort, hard work. But if you've got the right help and support around you, the right guidance and somebody you know guiding you the right way to avoid the the, the, the so common pitfalls that the majority, probably 90% of new grads will fall into, often unknowingly, that are sort of preventing your development, not only your learning, but also your sort of career progression, then, then you're absolutely onto a winner. So talking of help and, you know, this is why, you know, I feel really you know, proud and privileged to what I've achieved in my career and I feel very, you know, thankful, so thankful for all the therapists you know, that have helped me along my own journey and that is why now I get so much sort of pride and so much um, out of helping other therapists in the same sort of position that I was, you know, 10, 10 sort of plus years ago. And talking of help, what I'm going to do during this period of, of lockdown is actually... I'm actually going to put together some more sort of free content. So every Monday, um, starting this coming Monday, the 30th of March, so every Monday at 8am, I'll be going live in my free new grad physio training series group. So this is a, a pri- private Facebook group I have, and I've, I've released a lot of other previous, you know, resources and content. There's there's webinars, there's um, you know content in there that I've produced previously, which if you get access to the group, uh, you'll obviously have access to all that previous, you know, working material and the presentations and what have you that have been, you know, been published in that group previously. But what I'm going to do every Monday morning at eight a.m. is just answer the common questions, the therapist questions that you know that you guys have, whether it relates to a tricky case study you've seen, you know, recently before we went into to, to lockdown, whether it's discussing, you know, different types of common injuries or pathologies, you know, covering the assessment, treatment, rehab of, of particular injuries, whatever it is, whatever questions you've had, I'm gonna jump on there probably till from eight till about eight thirty or for as long as the, the questions that I've got is to jump on there and to give you some real help. Uh, and direction during what is you know quite a difficult um sort of circumstances at the moment but obviously to help you to like i was saying right at the start to use this time as a real great opportunity to develop your skills to develop your learning and obviously develop you as sort of therapist so when you do go back into the, the world of work you're in the best position possible to you know to to accelerate you know your skills development you'll be able to provide a much much better service to the patients and the athletes that you sort of work with so this group, my free New Graph Physio training series group, is actually a private training group. So you actually need to request access. The easiest way to, to do that is if you just go on um, Facebook, if you search for free New Graph training series group, I'll post a link actually in the uh, episode description in the, in the notes at the bottom of the, of the sort of podcast. So you can get the link there to, to access the group. You'll need to actually ask for access, but then as soon as I you know see your request, I'll accept you straight away and allow you sort of into the group. And you know, I can't wait to get started. I think it'd be great to, to jump on um, these sort of calls, to jump live in the group. And obviously if you're able to join me live in the sort of day, 8 a.m. every Monday, that's possibly perfect. You can ping questions at me as I'm actually live within the group. If, however, you can't you can't join me at you know, 8 a.m. every Monday, those um, calls are recorded, they'll stay in the group, so you can maybe pick them up later in the day at a time that suits you. So thanks for joining me on today's episode. Obviously, we spoke about how important this maybe time is as, as, as therapists to be able to use the time we maybe have got in these circumstances to the, to the best of our ability to be able to, you know, continue to learn and to you know accelerate our skill based you know 
development and, and acquisition to be able to provide ultimately a better service to to those you know patients and athletes that we work with if you do have any questions about anything I've covered to know today, you know, please let me know. If you've got any specific questions about this sort of time at the moment and how you can use it to your own advantage, again, don't hesitate to get into contact with me. So the easiest way is either via the Facebook training group that I've just mentioned, or if you want to email me individually, you can get me at andy at neurophysio.com. So thanks again for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you've got up to, and I'll speak to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening to Andy Barker's new Grad Physio podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, you will love his website, newgradphysio.com, which is packed full of free content to help you, a new grad physio, sports therapist, or sports rehabilitator, overcome the specific challenges you face day to day in your clinical practice, working in the NHS, private practice and sport. Here you can get links to all his other podcast episodes, read all his blogs, find out about his book and his upcoming courses and the new Grad Physio membership. You can also download Andy's latest free resource, Five Steps to Fast Track Your New Grad Physio Career. It is packed full of clinical and non-clinical advice, including the missing career skill university didn't teach you that is stopping you getting better job roles, more opportunities and better pay as a new grad physio. Get access to all this by visiting www.newgradphysio.com. The new grad physio was built to help as many new grads as possible. So if you have enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review and even better, tell someone else about it. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you have planned, and here's to the start of your own successful new grad journey.